So, when is a pod not a pod? Well, when it's a tease for a video pod. That's what this is. There was a full slate of midweek action in the EFL. There were a ton of big results, a ton of tasty narratives and some seriously good games and some banging goals as well. George and I have released an hour-long midweek EFL slate recap exclusively on our YouTube channel. Here's a little snack. Sheffield United 1, Middlesbrough 3. Here's what we had to say on the whistle last night. Sheffield United in second, hosting Middlesbrough in third. The neutrals needed a Borough win to make this automatic promotion battle in some way interesting. It was the main event. Oh boy, we've got ourselves a promotion battle. Sheffield United won, Middlesbrough three. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's fair to say that even though it's still very much in Blade's hands, whether they can get up automatically, um, had Sheffield United won this game, I think it would have been pretty much all over, given the gap between them and, and, and third in, in Middlesbrough. I think it would have been pretty much impossible for them, their form to turn off to, to what was necessary. And when Ollie McBurney put them ahead, it felt like that was going to be the case. It was a, a weird goal. It was a long throw from Robinson, a pretty tame header from McBurney. Mm. Did Ahmed Hodzic get a touch? We're recording this straight after the game. So it's currently McBurney's goal. I thought maybe it did, but we'll, you know, I'm sure we'll find out in due course. And from there, you know, the next 20 minutes or so, I thought uh, Blades looked pretty good. You know, Borough's defensive record, I wrote in, a, in our Betfair column this week how in the six games prior to this, where they'd only conceded one goal, that one goal had come from 5.8 expected goals against. Mm. And, you know, the, my theory being that Borough, despite being dominant in games in terms of results, were actually letting quite a few opportunities go uh, in their own end. And it's interesting to note in this game, despite the fact they won 3-1, according to InfoGoal, this is kind of live XG data, so it might change a bit over the next 24 hours when the more, you know, more detailed stuff comes out. Again, Sheffield United created about 2.2 expected goals, scored one from it. So A lot of that comes down to Ilaman and Jai, mm. who had two particularly big chances in this game. Now, Njai, I maintain, is possibly the player of the season in the championship this season, possibly, and partly only because Burnley have spread it out so well <laughs> across 15, 16 key contributors. But the one thing that Njai is still yet to really nail down is being an absolute killer in front of goal. Two big moments that he squandered. And on the other hand, George Cameron Archer of Middlesbrough, two big moments that he finished. Yeah, you think if, if, if yeah, if uh, Njai had the finishing ability and, and the clinical nature in front of goal that Archer has, then um, yeah, he'd be playing in the Premier League now. Uh, I think they're two players who will do uh, as their career does progress. But I mean, yeah, the, the, probably the most important moment in the match in terms of, of, what, of where the points ended up going was when uh, Njai bore down on goal uh, a run from the left-hand channel he looked like he had enough time to pick his spot and he kind of hit it straight at the keeper and I think had they gone 2-0 up there it would have been very hard for Borough to come back into it but a brilliant um, equalising goal after 25 minutes through Akpom uh, Marcus Force really revelling in his right wing role at the moment getting past his man putting it inside to Akpom who shimmies away from Egan and sticks it into the bottom left-hand corner Cameron Archer then scoring straight after the um, the break with a, a really scrappy bit of defending from Sheffield United ending up with, with Ollie Norwood doing what he does best and slipping a ball through to a striker mm. sadly for him it was a para striker with Archer finishing at the near post and then Archer making the point safe with another really smart finish into the bottom right hand corner um, Hayden Hackney with the assist here bit of controversy McAtee definitely fouled by Hackney Andre Mariner played the advantage um, which was the right thing to do and in fairness I think McAtee then lost the ball in the next phase of play so Mariner with no need 
to have to call the play back um, after that and, uh, and Archer made the most of it. It was a, a really entertaining game, an end-to-end game. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to revise my position on Borough. I have a feeling they're going to have to tighten up defensively if they are going to trouble Sheffield United in terms of the league positions. But like going forward, they're irresistible. Mm-hmm. And, and it really felt to me like Sheffield United lacked, which is weird when you think that Norwood's their player they had in there. But every time Middlesbrough could kind of broach their midfield three, suddenly they seem to have so many men in uh, in, in attack taking on the, the back three of Sheffield United and, and can kind of outnumber them going forward. So, yeah, Carrick has created a possession-heavy, irresistible attacking force. Sheffield United couldn't be clinical with their chances that they did create and, and Borough were, and that was the difference between the two. I think that's it. These are two teams who, in possession, have very effective and pretty stylish in slightly different ways patterns of play in terms of both building the ball from the back at times, going long when necessary, but particularly with their intricacy of passing and their movement in the middle and final thirds. But clearly Borough tonight and possibly you could point at the last month or two, this probably being a strength they've had maybe over Sheffield United, just a little bit of extra quality inside the penalty box and, and in those last moments. Uh, and we saw that with Akpom's finish from a force uh, cutback and clearly with two magnificent archer finishes. Um, it's really hard to defend against them when they have such varied threats. That's without mentioning Giles bombing up and down the left-hand side. And and those two in midfield, Hackney and Housen, we seem to talk about every single time they they give them so much control in, in possession. And uh, a really impressive uh, performance, a statement, if you like. It will give them confidence and it will chip away at Sheffield United. This will be a test for them. They haven't had too many this season because, frankly, although the onus has been on Burnley and what they've been doing, Sheffield United have stood up to almost everything that's been thrown at them this season. Until tonight where they didn't, Paul Heckingbottom showing his frustration and getting sent to the stand, sent off. So I guess he'll have a touchline ban now as well. It will be about them retaining their composure and coming at it again. They've got a tough run of fixtures coming up in the next few weeks. They've got Millwall away. They've got Watford at home. They've got Spurs in the cup and then Blackburn and Reading away as well. So three away games in their next four in the league. Uh, The current league table, Burnley 69, Sheffield United 61, and then still seven points to Borough. And they've played a game more. So let's not get carried away. But from a neutral perspective, we wanted a Borough win just to make things interesting. Apologies, Blades fans, but it's true. (laughs) Uh, And that's what we got tonight. And an absolutely scintillating championship fixture. Mm. The archetypal, cliched, good advert for the best league in the world. So there's a little snack from last night's video pod recording there's another hour over on the not the top 20 podcast youtube channel so i suggest that you go to the description of this podcast and you click the link and you enjoy a full recap of all three divisions all 36 games from the big midweek EFL slate on this feed we'll have a betting show coming in about 10 hours uh, we record we recorded on the whistle last night in the office around 10 p.m we got home very late our editor and videographer Luke played a blinder stayed up all night to put this out there first thing this morning for you guys to watch so please head to our YouTube channel and watch the full video like subscribe and comment and enjoy it And you'll see us again in a matter of hours for the betting show. Looking forward to the EFL weekend. It's non-stop. We're loving it. We hope you are too.